She's a doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Dovek, and she's a dietitian. Hey, I'm Hannah Schuyler, and together we are the, the Doctor Dietitian Collab. Hello. Hello, and welcome back, everyone, and welcome back to you. Thank you. How were your travels? Oh, my gosh. My honeymoon was awesome. We had so much fun. Um, yeah, we saw, like, we we really kind of leaned into the tourist thing. Like, we did all – we were in Rome, so um, for the whole week, we just stayed in one hotel, made it super simple, and, like, we did the Colosseum, we did um, Vatican City – we did a pasta cooking class. Like, it was, yeah, it was just so much fun. Wow. So what was your favorite part? We actually really liked St. Peter's um, Basilica just because it's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and I, also our cooking class was super fun. It like, looks so cute. Yeah. It was, like, in these people's apartment. Oh. There were only six people in the class. So Whoa. it was, like, really intimate and um, my husband, who does not cook, like he whipped egg whites to stiff peaks. I was very impressed. Oh my gosh, like, that's not like an easy task. So, um, uh, no, yeah. I don't think so. And speaking of this episode, is of course about travel, and you know, ah, boy, going to Europe, going to Italy—that's how much travel was that? It was a decent amount. So we flew yeah. from Orlando to Atlanta, which is like an hour-long flight, um, and. Of course, at first, they'd put us in two middle seats. Ooh. And I'm trying to remember now if that's what we ended up sitting to How Atlanta. many across were there? Three. Like, it was just like a regular plane. Oh, We were like okay. way in the back. But I think they were able to get us a different seat. Or like that day, I was able to switch them. So okay. at least we were together. Um, and then we were in the very middle of the plane from Atlanta to Rome in a four-person. Which, it's tight. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, my husband wore jeans on the plane and really regretted that decision. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, of course, in leggings, which is what I will always wear when I fly. Leggings with side pockets is Oh, those the are my favorites. Best. Yeah, so um, it was a lot, and it's overnight, and, you know, it's it's you try to sleep, and I did sleep some, but... Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's what we're here to talk about today is about traveling and the comfort of traveling and I mean even if you're sprawled out and laying down I don't know it's still it's just exhausting and all of that and the seats I mean it's hard yeah it is like and and you know I want to acknowledge as we go through this that like we have never experienced obesity we ha we are not bariatric patients and so we're kind of looking at this from our lens but trying to recognize the challenges that people who do face obesity face when they're traveling. Yeah, let's talk. We're on the airline travel. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of patients who the reason why they want to have surgery is because they they want to go places, they want to do things, they want to go to Europe, but there's mm -hmm. just like no way that they're going to sit in a, in a coach seat or in the back in a regular seat and be able to, to do it. No. And, and as somebody who now works in this field and you start to notice more things yes. in your day to day, um, like, wow, okay, that isn't accommodating to these people. And so I did notice as I was like getting up to use the, the bathroom or, you know, even passing by somebody in the aisle, that is not designed for people and honestly not designed for people who are more than small, you yeah. know, and and so it's, it's mean, tight. And then I, I, some of you know, some of you don't know, I'm, I'm almost six foot tall. And so mm -hmm. 
I, I just was in Vegas. And when I was flying there, and I was on Frontier, like smashed in the back. Um, and my gosh, I mean, it's just it's just so painful. Yeah. It's just it's really hard. And then you want to get up and you want to walk around and all of that. But let's talk about the dreaded seatbelt. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously, you need to get your seatbelt to fasten, and they check on that, and they want to make sure that you're good to go. But with that. Sometimes you have to ask for a seatbelt extender, and you know that is something that a lot of our patients have talked about when we were at the bariatric retreat. Um, oh, one of the um, things that we heard was that some patients will actually buy their own mm-hmm. um, their own seatbelt extender, so they don't have to ask for it. Yeah, which I totally understand, and. You know, I think if that's what you feel comfortable doing, of course, I don't think you're technically supposed to buy them. Oh, whoops. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, a pilot. Um, but I also would say, like, there's no shame in asking for an accommodation. Yeah. You know, and I think that it's one of those things that it, it can be embarrassing to ask for something like that, but it's your safety at the end of the day. Yeah. And, I know. And, and it's, so it's important to have, you know, I think we feel like, oh, have your seatbelt buckled. Yeah. The, until there's turbulence or something happens to the plane, you want to be buckled in. No, for sure. I mean, obviously, you need to be. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the, okay, so you finally get in there, you get the seatbelt extender, you ask for the accommodations, you're, you're comfortable. But then there's also the side um, arm rail that comes down. And if you're a person that's, um, you know, struggling with their weight and what happens to the way you feel like if you're kind of almost spilling into the other seat and how I think that that is really I think that the mental aspect of it from like I think people need to realize out there that 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 you're so worried about being judged almost and you're just so in your head about it like oh my gosh I don't I, I just want to disappear I just want to shrink and I think a lot of people I hope would get it. I mean, I like you said, we do this. I, I get it. I don't yeah. know. I think it's – I always just want to like, oh, it's all good. It's okay. Right. Just give you that reassurance that it's okay. You're allowed to take up space. I know. You're just – you're a human. We're all human. Like, you're allowed to take up space. and But it can definitely be uncomfortable. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's just something that you have to um, – really just um, deal with and go for. And, and I and I also know that a lot of patients um, that I would see, but it, mainly before I lived in Florida, this is a prime example. The reason why I'd say, so why are you here? Why do you want weight loss surgery? It was because of Disney World. And it was because not so much even about not fitting on the rides or having a challenge walking around the parks, but it was the flight to Disney World, the minute they got off the plane, I have heard countless times that people were like, that's it. That was the breaking point. That two, three hour plane ride from Baltimore down to Florida was enough to be like, okay, that was my wake up call was an actual an airplane flight. Yeah. And, yeah. and so that's just something, you know, we have to really think about. And then with planes and all of that, you went to Italy. There's also jet lag and sleep. Were you able to like rest at all on this plane? I was, you know, like I said, I they do hand out the little eye masks, so I put that on, and then I had like a, a blanket scarf thing that I had wrapped around me, and so I did sleep some, um, and it, it is overnight, you know, those flights tend to right. be that red eye kind of, so you're, we, I think our plane took off in Atlanta at like 9 p.m. or something, oh and we got there at like 11 o'clock Rome time. Wow. Um and I surprisingly did okay with jet lag. Like, I tried to – we didn't really, like, sleep when we got there. We kind of 
Ooh, power through. We rested a little bit, but we didn't like take like a two or three hour nap. Yeah. Which that can really mess you up, I think. And so we went out, we went, walked, you know, from our hotel, we got dinner, we walked to like Trevi Fountain um, and things like that at night and then went to sleep. And to me, it kind of just reset my... Wow. My thing, I was pretty much okay. My husband was a little bit more tired. And by like the fifth day, we really just, we spent one day just hanging out. Oh. We didn't go until we did like, that was the night of our pasta class. So we like, that we went down, got breakfast at the hotel and then went back upstairs pretty much. Yeah. And hung out because he, it was, he was like, I'm just really tired. And we had been walking and doing all this activity and stuff. So it was just like tiresome. Now, I will say coming back, I think the jet lag actually kind of helped get us at least for a period of time back onto like a better sleep schedule because we were so tired in the evening. Like, early, you know, it was like eight or nine. We were like hitting a wall and it was like, okay, well, let's just go to bed then. Like, let's and then we can get up early in the morning. And so it's kind of like. This might work to our advantage. It has since slipped and we've started staying up. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, that's the thing about sleep. Sleep does so many things for you. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a whole sleep episode um, in the near future about the importance of sleep. But I have to ask, when when you're sleep deprived and you're all off schedule, did you get sick? I didn't, but I was sick the week before. So I don't know if I just already had a virus and so I didn't get sick again. Well, that's Um, good, though. I know. I'd much was, rather like like bring it on. I usually do get sick when I travel. Like Me it's too. very common, and it's I don't I don't know. There's it's kind of hard because like all of the supplements I did buy like because he got sick first, so I bought like zinc. I got the like vitamin C things, and I know those are like not really legit. But I was like, I will throw anything, <laughs> anything. at this. Yeah, exactly. It's not gonna hurt me. No. So I tried it. It didn't help. Well, I got I, I felt pretty crappy. I know, I know. Well, I'm going to Australia here soon, as you know. And I so talking about travel and just like how do you prepare for travel and um I think that's a really good thing, like talking to our dietitian here about um snacks on a plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cannot stand the fact that all you get is a, like a gnarly little bag of pretzels and um and now like I mean I was flying Frontier and Spirit, not to go down on a tangent of these different airlines and their policy. <laughs> But there's nothing you could buy, like, an, I mean, purchase here. Um, uh-huh. Nothing's for free anymore. You could purchase one of these, like, little snack boxes that had, like, Cheetos and, like, crackers. It's, like, just random, you know, yeah. junk. There's, there's usually not much, like, great in the snack department, I would no. say. that. And we knew that since we were going to be traveling a lot, my husband is a hungry person and he gets a hangry person. Oh, boy. And so I was like, we're, we're buying snacks. So, like, when I went to the grocery store, I bought... I went to like BJ's and got a big box of protein bars. Okay. Um, and then I got um, like the Parmesan Wisp crispy things. Um, and then we That's got like one. meat sticks. Perfect. Like little shorties. Um, and then a couple of like sweet snacks. Like I got like Rice Krispie treats because I was like, this is like a fun little thing. And honestly, though, because we were flying internationally, they do feed you a decent amount. Yeah. So, so what a little bit was different. The food like. Um, we had like ravioli. Oh wow! On the way there, with like a little, I don't remember what it had on the some little side with it, um, and a little dessert, and then I'm trying to remember if they said they gave like a little breakfast or something. Don't like, you feel like on airplanes that little ravioli thing never tasted so good in your it, life? It was. I know we were both like, hmm, this is great because it was that or like they were just like pasta or chicken, and I was like, I don't. Chicken probably would have been like the. 
right choice, like from a nutrition perspective. But I was like, just airplane chicken just doesn't sound appetizing. I'm I'm picturing dry chicken no, breast. I'm telling you what. I don't know what they – maybe because yeah. you're just like, where's mine? Where's mine? And you're like – you just feel yeah. so, so fancy or I something. Know. And they bring out the li- – it had like a little – like napkin that you get to lay out like oh, yes. on your tray. It's like mm, fine dining yeah, in fine the friendly dining. skies yes. here. Yes. So they did have like a frequent amount of snacks, but if you're somebody who is like especially on a low carb, I would definitely prepare and bring things ahead. Mm. Um and even doing something like bringing either like a protein powder mm. or knowing I and don't Check this for yourself, but I'm pretty sure you can get an accommodation to bring protein shakes through security. They just check them like they have to examine them just like they would with like baby formula or breast milk. Oh, wow. Um, Because it's like if you have – I think if you have like medical reason, you can – I wonder if you need to have like a, um, you know, like when we have these little cards that if you go to a restaurant, Mm -hmm. it says, you know, you can offer them a discount if it's a buffet or a smaller portion. Yeah. I wonder if they have some, I mean, I wonder if they need a medical necessity card or something. I need to know because I need to make sure I make them for my patients. Because I've heard for cruises too, that's another place like that people have been able to do that. Okay, well, here here yeah. it is, guys. Like, Get some tips so that you yeah. um, can bring your stash. So I like those things. So protein bars, what kind is your favorite? Or you just buy I just whatever? Bought, I think it was pure protein. Oh, okay. I don't remember. It was at, at, on the aisle at BJ's, and it okay, was, like, BJ's. decently low carb, but it wasn't, like, zero. I was like, I don't want to be – again, I'm feeding people that are – that are hungry. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. Got it. So I like that. I mean, everything you had is pretty protein packed, mm-hmm. Rice Krispies, whatever. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's good. So so step one, be prepared. Mm-hmm. Think about your preferences. If you really are, you need the shakes, then you could get um, like call either. the airline or call the airline or look on TSA's website and see. And we need to if, look that up. Yeah. We, we'll put that out there for you guys. And then we'll offer up a little. Yeah. Um, or if somebody's had success with it. Yeah, let us us know. DM us, Dr. X Dietitian. We'll answer. We check those all the time. All right, so you're prepared. You're on the flight. You slept a little bit. You got right back to being set on the right time. You rested when you needed to. You had your snacks when you needed to. It sounds like it was an out and out, just fabulous um, experience, the whole thing. It was. So that was his first time in Italy. Did he like it? Oh, yeah. He loved it. It's so funny. Like when we did the Coliseum Day, you take, you know, we took like the metro there and you get off at the Coliseo stop and you like walk out and it's it's right there. Like you just Mm. walk out to the Coliseum and he was just like, whoa, like not just fully not expecting that, which was really it was just like, yeah, it's this place is crazy. Like we walk to the metro and you just pass by all these ruins like, wow. The, the ruins where Julius Caesar was killed is now a cat sanctuary. Oh, like, boy. Like, all these cats Sounds live where there. you belong. We went and visited. I'm sure you did. It was very did. cute. Wow. Just absolutely fan, phenomenal. That's crazy. So we're just to close the loop on this airplane thing, I actually think one aspect of flying that's even worse than trying to fit into the seat, being cramped into the seat, the seatbelt extender, all of those considerations, the tray hitting up against your abdomen, the whole thing. Is the bathroom situation. Yes. How was that? Oof. The one on the way there got, it was like the floor was wet. And I'm like, why? I really mm. wish, I kind of wish there was men's and women's. 
Oh, so you think it was a man peeing on the floor? I always assume it's a man (laughs) peeing on the floor. No, it was probably somebody sloshed water out of the sink and it was wet. I did see somebody go in with socks. Like they were were getting ready to go to the bathroom. And I was like, don't go in there with socks because now you're going to have wet socks. Like, ooh, imagine. I... Mm. Oh, wow. I can't even. What a visual, guys, right here. sorry. If I had to experience it, you do too. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) But yeah, well, that and like if you're in the middle seat or you're in a window seat, like having to get people, and it's the middle of the night, like people are sleeping. And so I tried to time it when the woman next to me would get up, I would go to the bathroom too. That's kind. Because I was just like, I could go. Yeah, yeah. And then on the way back, it was just the two of us in... A window aisle. Oh, nice. So I was in the aisle. It was great. I could just get up and go down. Oh, that's so good. And then just being in the bathroom and trying to, like, maneuver your it's body so in there. It's so small. It's so small. I feel like they've gotten smaller. I think so. How is that happening? I feel – well, I do know the airlines have, like, added more oh, seats. that's the truth. But I don't – can't imagine they went and retrofitted the bathroom to get an extra, like, <laughs> six inches. But it's – Yeah. It is so hard to turn around in there. Um, any tips or thoughts on how to make all of these tight spaces any physically more comfortable? We talked about like maybe getting some like um, you know black market uh, seatbelt extenders, <laughs> but uh, to me, I feel like you know like being comfortable in the clothing you're wearing is really helpful mm-hmm. because if you are you know like I said, I like to wear leggings, but you may want to wear something that's looser, kind of easier to get on and off in the bathroom. Um, That's a great you know, point. Tight leggings sometimes can be kind of t- tricky to pull all the way up. Um, you know, it's tough though. You know, drying off, like even like wiping down the counter because sometimes it's wet, so you're not like accidentally getting your clothing oh, wet yeah, or like putting your hand in something that you're not sure what it is. Like, yeah, just that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just in and know that. I think just knowing if you're in there, like, I can't move in here. I can't. I, so yeah. I'm so close. Like, we all feel that way. Yeah. Everybody feels that way. And it's temporary. Like, yeah. the plane's going to land and then yes. you're going to get to get off. Oh, and sometimes be done it feels it. like it's not, but it will. Yeah. It'll get there eventually. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally get there, now you're in Europe, home of the tiniest cars on earth. Yeah. Yeah. They're so small. We'd actually, I'm trying to think if we rode in any cars. I don't think we did the whole time. We didn't take any Ubers. Really? Uh-uh. So much walking. So much walking, and then we d- would do the buses and the metro. So, and, and speaking of cars, even in the U.S., I know that some patients, that's the reason they want surgery. They actually can't drive because mm-hmm. they just don't have enough room to fit behind the steering wheel. And I think um, – I do think that that is – you know, something to think about, putting the car seat all the way back as far as you can, reclining it as maximally as you can, moving the steering wheel towards you so that you can fit. But if you're tall or short, it's, right. you know, I think there's just a lot of considerations for, for everything. Mm-hmm. And then there's the aspect of travel of you want to look good. You're taking pictures. Yeah. You're a tourist and all of that and like how you pack and then how you haul your stuff around with you. So did you take, um, did you check a bag or did you just take a small? We did one wheelie carry on. And then we each have backpacks that are almost this, like, they're not like hiking backpacks, but they're really big travel backpacks. Whoa. But they fit under the seat. So, like, because we fly a lot of, like, Frontier Spirit. And so on those ones, if you don't pay for a bag, you know, you only get, like, the under seat ones. Oh. These, like, perfectly fit in there. So they hold a lot of stuff. Um, but I was, like, I had all these sweaters. It was cold. Like, it was in the, like... 40s and 50s when we were there so like i had sweaters i had like uh, like layer kind of things and so it was all really bulky 
Um, Boy, that's another unbelievable endeavor that you're able to fit in into that. I mean, I'm like the one oh. hobbling down these cobblestone streets with a um, this bag oh, that could like fit a, mass- a yeah, child in I it. I can only imagine. <laughs> I don't even know what I bring. I just don't know what I want. That's my problem with packing. Yeah. You have to be really prepared. I, did, I was really prepared this time, and I, like, laid out – I, like, done laundry, and I pulled clothes out. You know, because also it's in Florida, so I wasn't, like, needing my sweaters and stuff at the time. So I was like, great. And I, like, laid them all out on our guest bed and, like, was like, okay, here's a day, here's a day, here's a day. Like, I know what I fly in. I actually, like, washed a pair of leggings in the hotel. Just, like, rinsed them out and hung them to dry so I could wear them on the way back. And, like, the sweater thing I wore was this like impressed by you my gosh sometimes you think it through i know and then but they're also they're like my favorite comfy leggings so it's like i need these to fly back in but i just you know traveled like 16 hours in them i can't wear them twice do i want to put these bad boys back on i don't think so So they got a nice little shower (laughs) wow i'm impressed by that well we have a friend and if anybody wants to follow her adventures it's called joni j-o-n-i-e travels joni travels on instagram and um it's a public uh thing and she's in she decided that she wanted to just live her best life in Asia for for three months. I know. And she's backpacking across it, and she fits three... Well, she's going to buy some things, leave some things. She has this all this strategy, but she's, she's doing this across Asia with um, one of those systems where you can put it in the backpack, but you put it all in those, like, um, you can, like, kind of, like... Oh, like uh, packing cube or, like, the suction bag kind of thing. That she actually has, like, a thing that, like, sucks all the air oh, out of it, okay. and then it makes it, like, like um, you know, like when you yeah, use like a freeze the compression meat. bag. Kind yeah. Of thing. And so, anyway, she puts her stuff in that as well. Oh, okay. And we had an au pair um, that is... Uh, a, a, a young girl who would live with us um, to help take our, care of our kids, and she came from Australia or Austria, and she would come with like, wait, you're gonna, you're moving in with me for over a year, and you're literally bringing a bag. Yeah, and then that thing was like one of those little like cars where like a million people like, like a clown car, like of like things coming out of this bag, and she's like, oh, I got you all gifts, and she would get us like glasses and like bottles and like big things. I'm like, where? Why would you even waste up? Yeah, half of your your space was with like big ticket items for me as a gift. What about your clothes? Yeah, she would like suction it on. Maybe we just need to educate you on. Yeah, maybe if I'm the problem here. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's you. You're the problem. (laughs) I mean, and I think a lot of people think this way, and we've talked about this before, but it is like, all right. What am I going to wear? What's my mood going to be? What yeah. is everybody else going to wear? And I think that sometimes when you're in between weights, if you're like on the weight loss journey and you've lost weight and now you are like, are you between like a 10 and a 12? Like, and you don't, and things aren't fitting quite right. And you might lose five pounds overnight because that's just how crazy it is. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I mean, getting dressed is hard. Yeah. And th- th- I can see why travel is something that is challenging, but I think obviously from your experiences and seeing it i think it's so worth it obviously oh yeah i think you know and i and i think that you should to me i think it's worthwhile to do at any point in your journey you know again i don't think you need to there might be limitations that you have you might not be to, able to do depending maybe you have some physical disability or you have some some other thing that's preventing you that might get better with weight loss but 
you know, don't be afraid to go and take up space either because you deserve to go and travel if you want to do it. Definitely. At all aspects of your Mm -hmm. journey, wherever you are before, during, after surgery, what have you. And um, actually, I thought about um, quite a few very specific patients um, a lot of times. And um, I... I was just in Vegas last weekend. I know I'm living my best life here. And um, I did the zip line down Fremont Street. So that's mm. old Vegas. And they have like the covered, it covered this covered uh, screen that has like all these lights that play on it. And then you could go up and zip line. Oh, that's awesome. So there's two different ways you can do it. One is you're sitting on your butt and then you, you go across that way. But that's like a short one. Or you could do it as much longer all the way across multiple, multiple, multiple like intersections and streets. But that one you have to lay on your stomach and they they harness you in and you have to go head first Superman style. Is that the one you did? That's the one I had to do. That's one my friend signed me up for. <laughs> and so in this moment, I was anxious for other reasons we will not discuss. And I was I had gotten out of the taxi cab. And this is a long story, but anyway, somehow between that, getting out of the cab and going to the entry of this thing, I realized I lost my driver's license. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, no. So when you texted me, I had just found out I lost my, my driver's license, oh by the way. Oh, my gosh. So I was just like, oh, when you were like, how are you? How are you? And I'm like, horrible. <laughs> You're like, gosh, she's dramatic. But yeah. I was horrible for many reasons. So I'm like, huh. So then it was like, all right. I'm like, wait. And I look up. And I'm like, we're riding this thing right now. And oh they're like, and I'm like, well, I'm riding it on my butt. So that'll be fine. And they're like, no, we signed you up to you have to write it the Superman style. So I was just like, in this moment, I was just like panicked. And the reason I bring this up is because there is a weight limit. And I've had patients who have told me like their biggest dream, this couple, you guys know who you are, um, this couple that they were like, we want to ride this thing. And so anyway, they take you up really, really high, obviously. Yeah. Multiple stories. You're in this like little cage. The cage opens and then you're just standing there. And then you lay down on, you know, face first on a mattress and the mattress. And then they like hook, 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 hook. And then the mattress falls down. So you're just like suspended in the air waiting for this thing to shoot out 35 miles an hour across oh this God. Fremont Street super high up. And I, I was like, I might lose bodily function control like i just felt so terrified oh surely plenty of people have been peed on oh i'm sure on the street below that it's thing. frightening yeah and it's so fast that your eyes um you like you're, you'll have these tears and your eyes are like drying up i was thinking yeah. about you because i can just see you being like wee <laughs> well i worked at a zipline in saint augustine oh my gosh that goes over so there's the alligator farm in St. Augustine which is like a zoo oh wow and there's like a ropes course that goes over it so I worked there for a few months I basically just stood and watched people do the course but I had to go up and do it and like the coolest one was we did a nighttime one which was really fun because it was night yeah yeah and the camp I worked at had a zip line and I was on like the team that did that like ropes tower Kind of thing. So you're like, oh. I would do it. I know you. I did you the do um, in Vegas. I did the like ri- roller coasters that are at the top of one of the hotels. Oh. Not really like roller coasters, but like one of those like, dropping ones. They're like almost like carnival rides. Oh wow, yeah. Like you swoop around. I don't remember. I wonder if it was New York, New York or Circus Circus. It was, no, I don't remember. It'll come to me. But 
Um, wow. It was I, cool. Stratosphere. Stratosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to always stay there. Yeah. It was like 29 bucks a night back in the day. I think, yeah, I want to say we stayed there for one night because, like, we got in early. And so then we rode the rides. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is a fun time. And I hope if you want to zip line across it head first, I hope that you can achieve that non-scale yeah, victory. Did that couple do it? Yes, they did. And so with that, they you, they can take your pictures. You can mm-hmm. wear a, a GoPro. And they got like the deluxe package. And they sent me those pictures. Aww. Oh, my gosh. I, I hope that it. they listen to this. I still talk to um, the wife um, here and there. I'll tell her to listen to this episode. But anyway, um, yeah, it was, it was – um, I thought about them the whole time. And I just thought – I do. Like we, you, we've already said today on this podcast, I just – I think so much about life through the eyes of my patients. I am mm-hmm. so like – you know, it's not something that goes unnoticed. And I do think that people who don't struggle with their weight, they might not think of. And it's right. just, I don't know. It's its a shame a little bit. But yeah, hopefully we're educating people. People are listening to this and they're like, huh, that is, that's interesting. Yeah. And we want to help too, for Absolutely. sure. So something else when we, you know, I know we've focused a lot on like Europe and plane travel and these kinds of things. But then, of course, there's like good old American road trips. Yes. And I would say a lot of that is going to be pretty similar to when we think about the, the plane travel, you know, like being really well prepared, having, you know, a bunch of snacks. The good thing is if you're driving somewhere, there's always a Walmart, a Target, even gas stations have options. Again, when we think <laughs> about like, um, you know, some high protein snacks like the meat sticks or the hard boiled eggs or um, yo- Greek yogurt you'll see even now in like right. gas stations or especially um, not rest stops um, the truck stops yes. like if you have the option to go to a truck stop you'll probably have more mm-hmm. choices because they just tend to you know they, they're bigger and they have more stuff at them but so you can always kind of replenish that um, and then when you're traveling too I think for me when we think about food because obviously I'm always thinking about food uh, and if you saw our reel about carbohydrates you saw the pasta that yes. we ate in Italy now I will say I did, didn't clarify on there half of those were my husband's <laughs> those were not all just my meals well but I, I tried all of them I mean and, absolutely yeah. it looks so good and you did not see the gelato either oh um, the gelato yeah but um, I think, you know, when it comes to travel, I would say, you know, depending on how often you're doing it, if you're traveling every week for work or something like that, you know, you probably need to be more conscientious of what you're eating when you're traveling. Um, but I think first off, it's a slip, don't slide. So if you're going on a special vacation and you're like, I know that this country or this town has like a certain thing I want to try. I say try it, you know, don't limit yourself in that. But then also think about how can I look for like maybe the flavors of this place, but without, you know, being like off of my like normal plan. So like if you think, okay, I'm going to Argentina, I'm going to get like the beef with the chimichurri. Yeah. Great option. Wow. And probably some vegetables with it. And I don't even know what they're what they're like carb source is if it's rice or potatoes or what would normally but but you have some good choices there as far as that or you know even in Italy it's like maybe order the second course and not the the pasta course because a lot of those are just going to be meat and then you can get a vegetable side or things like that and you can Mm -hmm. still experience like the flavor the the cuisine the culture but in a way that's going to fit within your you know, your goals. Yeah. I always, you know, some patients will go on, you know, like you already mentioned cruises or other mm-hmm. things. And then they come back and they're like, okay, I only gained like 10 pounds that week. That was good. I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah, I, yeah, 
Although I tough. have I have a lot of patrons because because obviously being here we have a lot of people that cruise because we're so close to Port Canaveral, and um, I've actually had a lot of people that come back and they're like it wasn't that bad on the cruise yes. because they have so many options like you yes there's a buffet but the buffet has a lot of choices so if you know what you're doing and you're good about not putting every single thing from the buffet on your plate, like, you'll probably do okay. And some people even are like, yeah, I went on a cruise and I still lost four pounds. Oh, yeah. I hear that one, too. I do hear that one, too. I'm like, wait, what has become of me? When do I start losing weight on vacation? Right, exactly. But then you were even saying, so there's travel for fun, there's travel for work. And when you're talking about traveling for Oh, like on more on the regular for probably for work. Um, what is your routine? You know, some people um, will utilize the the hotel gym. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will take walks outside and, and sightsee as they're getting their walk steps. And it sounds like you didn't take any public transportation of any sort, and you were just like walking this Rome, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. But yeah. What do you normally do when you go on a trip? If there's, you know, yeah. you're in America. I would say I'm not always great about working out. I'm not a big working out person in general. So, like, I'm not even going to say that I fall off my routine. I sometimes probably am better on trips than That's I true. am because there's, like, a gym. It's like, okay, it's right downstairs. Um, but, yeah, I would say, like, we walked a ton. I mean, like, we had, like, 20,000 steps on our first full day Ooh. there plus, like, a Ooh. bunch of, like, elevation change and, oh yeah, you know, because it's, like, hills and all of that. But um, so I think to me that was like I'm not gonna bother. I'm not gonna worry about working out. Our hotel didn't have a gym. No. Um, and then, but like for instance, I was in Chicago in last summer, and my friend and I like got the city bikes and rented oh, them cool. and like rode along like Michigan, which was fun. And it was like it was like physical activity without feeling like okay, we're gonna go down to her apartment complex gym and walk on the treadmill for you know or lift weights or do whatever like. We got outside. We got fresh air. We, like, enjoyed, you know, summertime in Chicago is the best. Oh, so the best. I would say to me it's more about – and especially this is for, for infrequent travel. Yeah. It's more about, like, making movement part of your experience and part of your day. Yeah. Now, if you're somebody who's traveling for work and you're in a hotel every yeah. week, like – then maybe you set up, you figure out, okay, what's my hotel routine? Um, do I have videos that I like to watch? Do I have a subscription? I know like a lot of hotels now have like Pelotons in them. So like, oh, yeah. do I, can I do a Peloton workout? Can I do a treadmill workout, something just to, to keep up with what you would, you know, normally be doing at home? Yeah. I mean, whew, I think you work are- out when you travel, right? I, I love to. Yeah. I do. I mean, my favorite uh, machine of all time is the stair climber. Mm. That's the only place. That's the only thing I do in the gym. I used to have like a trainer. This is back when I was in Baltimore and um, lift weights. I haven't done any of that. I walk a lot, but it is flat here, so it's not that. Yeah, you know, it's not the same. No. And then the stair climber, because I always feel like I have to like be in shape to do the amount of surgeries I do in yeah. a day. So I'm almost like running up the stair climber, just to keep my endurance to be able to like just physically do like seven or eight cases in a day. It's like, yeah. it's a lot. If you think about doing seven or eight of anything in a day is a lot, but right. like doing like, I'm like hyper focus. And then afterwards you're almost like, just, oh, just 
yeah. collapse and a heap of exhaustion. But, you know, I think that a lot of the things about what we're saying here, and I would love for us, we always say this, but we got to do it. Like, we got to make some guides that say, like, here are some, like, really easy, really, like, small footprint in your bag, travel snacks. Mm-hmm. Here are some great ideas for fitness tips to see the city, but also to, you know, get yeah. your, you know, get get, get your, your heart rate up in. and yeah. all that good um, stuff. Resistant band, resistance bands. Oh, yeah. Are great call. For travel because they pack up super easy and you can just pull them out and do them in your hotel room or whatever. That's a great call. Or even like on the airplane, you know, as long as you're not smacking your neighbor with your arms. But Oh, yeah. Um, I used to always travel with resistance vans. Yeah. I would always, I, I would just, yeah, this resistance training is yeah. just, it's just as great as lifting weights and all of that. Right, right. So that's another option. And then one other thing is a lot of people choose to run when they're in a city that they don't oh, know because yeah. it's a good way to see a lot of the city. So if running is in your normal workout routine, yeah, and you're in a place that has good options for running, of course, not everywhere. You know, if you're in like, I don't know, downtown Orlando, I don't know what the running situation is like there. But no. if you're in like a city like Chicago, where they have a great trail yeah. system, or you know, get out and go for a, a walk, a run. All of it. Just yeah. get out there. That's Let's what we're out. saying here. We yeah. want you to get out there and travel. Yeah. Live life. Enjoy life is meant it. to explore and wonder and do all of those Struggle things. Struggle through language barriers. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. All of the fun that comes. Yeah. Tiny seats, tiny bathrooms, wet, yes. wet, wet bathrooms, floor. wet floors, wet things. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. But at the end of the day, it's awesome. Take the picture, no matter mm-hmm. what size you are as well. Mm-hmm. Wear the clothes. Go out there. Be bold. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy it. Yeah. Seriously. You deserve it. And if it's something you love to do, you should do it. I know. Well, I am. Uh, I love to travel. Obviously, that's my favorite thing on earth. I would take that any day over any other material thing. Yeah. I just love making memories. I love laughing so hard that I'm crying. I <laughs> probably beat myself a little bit. Maybe I'm responsible for those things on the floor because <laughs> I literally sometimes just lose my mind. I just have so much fun. I'm just party of one over here laughing my butt uh-huh. off. Yes, I love it. Oh my God. We need to travel together. We haven't we done do. that yet. How many times do I tell you guys out there that Hannah is the most fun ever? I tell you every single podcast, I somehow I squeak in there that, <laughs> did you guys know that this girl gets her hair wet? I do. I get my hair wet. <laughs> I also love swimming. Um, oh yeah, my gosh. That's a great workout that too. That is if a your great hotel one. has a pool. Go for it. Go and for sometimes it. when I'm in the ocean and I'm kind of treading water, oh. my Apple Watch will even say, like, do you want me to record this workout? I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'm just in place here, kind of floating, kind of moving my arms. But I'm, I'm always out. tired after I'm in the ocean. That's, oh, that's exhausting. It is. To keep yourself from yeah. being drifted down by the current. you got to stay right in front of your stuff. Yeah. There is some, there is some uh, abs that need to be used there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, as always, check us out at drxdietitian.com or on Instagram at drxdietitian. Send us all your travel tips and any questions that you have, any topics you want to hear from us, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.